Pete and Starfighter is welcome to Mad Science Films. I'm Jimmy Pete, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my fruit flavored co host. <laughs> fruit flavored. Fuck it, I'll do it. I'm running out, man. I'm running out. I was going to say, I have to start again, I think. Uh, James Morrissey, one half of the Mad Science Films team. Right, guys, so before we crack on the show, remember, please hit the like button if you enjoyed this video. Uh, if also, if you enjoy the Mad Science Films content, then want to subscribe to our channel and come follow us on Facebook. Any comments, leave those in the comment section down below. Let's crack over the show. Boom! Also, guys, please check out our fourth feature film for free on YouTube. Just search for Little Monster or click on the link in the show notes below. This week, we're campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema to be given the exquisite Blu-ray treatment. And Jimmy M is going to bring us a little summon summon. Oh, yeah. So, guys, we have from D-Land News and Jack A. Sunsiri. I think that's what comes to the names. We have The Chilling from 1989, starring Linda Blair and Dan Haggerty. Yeah. Here's the synopsis. Very brief. The bodies at a cryogenic center are defrosted by accident and turn into the cannibalistic zombies. When will we learn? Brilliant. This is good fun. Uh, so this is from, like I said, Deland Muse, um, who also is the DP for this film, and Jack Sunsiri. Neither of these guys seem to have a lot of um, directed credits before or after this film. So bear that in mind as well. Um, but anyway, they bring you this very 80s zombies film. Uh, and for me watching it, I just, it just brought all up the, all these feelings up of watching 80s zombie horror films. It looked great. Um, I love the setting. I love the warehouse. I love the cheesy lighting with the blue. I like the lightning effects. The idea is your typical kind of 80s zombie film. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, cryogenically frozen bodies. If it wasn't cryogenics, it would have been like, you know, radioactive waste. Exactly. So it, it has all those kind of points to it, which I really enjoyed. Um, I really liked seeing Dan Haggerty play in this almost Kurt Russell kind of role. Do you know what I mean? Like I see Kurt Russell playing uh, Vince, the security guard. Um, yeah, and... and for me, though, one thing which it did kind of falter a little bit was the zombie makeup effects. I felt it was a little bit kind of, you know, they could have done with a Greg Nicotero on set for that. Do you know what I mean? Just, they were just kind of like, yeah, heads, yeah, covering the heads, masks, weren't they? And they had to kind of block that out a little bit. Like if they would have been more upmarket, it would have been a bit better. But overall, good fun. Linda Blair being this very naive um, employer of the cryogenic center. Um, and I, I, I did like her love interest. So she's got a boyfriend in this who's a young buck, but he's a waste of space, trust issues, alcoholic. And I kind of like that, that her actual love interest ends up being this middle-aged, uh, older businessman who's clearly- Hope uh, for all of us, mate. Exactly. So I, I kind of like that little kind of shift there. Usually it's the young buck who's the love interest, isn't it? And then the, the businessman's like the, the twat. Yeah. Um, so so some really good characters in this film. And I really like, let me get his name now, Dr. Miller, played by the Drifting Classroom star. Yeah, um, you got it. Roy Donahue. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's only a small role, but he did. It, I did buy the um, corporate salesman going to sell your organs, yeah. you know, mad scientist, doctor S guy. Sleazy 
yes, corrupt yeah. crook Troy Donahue. Yeah, I'm glad you named Drifting Classroom. He did a run of like amazing B movies in like the 80s and 90s. So like he's like was this heartthrob back in like the 50s and 60s and loads of like film noir and like cowboy movies and stuff like that. And then he got this second life. Yeah, like in the 70s, he did loads of TV, like Love Boat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, he, he had the, like the second life of like just basically horror movies or weird, messed up sci fi stuff. Um, right. And yeah, it's always fun. And he always gives his all to it. Um, and yeah, he plays a really good sleaze, a really, really yeah, good sleaze. Very, very believable. Um, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what you think about this, but it does. <sighs> It does lack a bit of an edge, this film. Like, I wish it had a bit more of a, you know, like a gut-busting scene or something a bit more horrific. Yeah. But I don't know whether that plays uh, well if you're kind of looking for a film to introduce to a younger audience. I mean, there may be a couple of scenes you might have to slightly fast-forward a little bit, um, but perhaps this could be like a stepping stone to those more kind of gruesome 80s zombie yeah. horror yeah, I, I think you're probably right, mate. I think, yeah, it's a good gateway drug to zombie yeah. horrors. You know, it's, it's the training bra of zombie horror films. Yeah, because the goal wasn't too over the top. There wasn't a lot of profanity. There's a couple of kind of rudy scenes, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and there was like the, the whole businessman, like, um, I forgot his name now, Mr... I forgot oh, his mango. Name. I don't know. I mean, that, that, he's so vanilla. Yeah, he is, he is. So, so the businessman whose wife is in cryogenics, but he's also got a son who just happens to be this psychopathic bank robber who ends up being put in a coma. So he he ends up going inside this cryogenic um, chamber as well. So it's far fetched, but of course it's a B movie. It's popcorn movie, isn't it? You just sit down, hour and a half wasted watching these tin foiled wrapped. <laughs> zombies and you watch you know reagan from exorcist and grizzly adams fighting them to the to the death so yeah good fun good fun yeah. i i really dug it um that there was a couple bits that i was kind of like oh wait a sec like i don't know if if the director uh mr sanseri or whatever um mm. has was making this almost as like anti-cryogenic propaganda <laughs> yeah what is the tagline again the tag, the, the, yeah the, the opening crawl like starts saying you know it's against god's will and it may well be satan's will and i was just like oh okay and then the next scene you see who you assume is the businessman's wife kind of getting mistreated you know her corpse getting mistreated or whatever and obviously you know the guys behind the um cryogenics that we're seeing in the film are, are crooks and are selling off body parts you see protesters outside and then the doctor later on in the hospital is almost like um the writer's or the director's mouthpiece who basically says you know i you know there's no scientific evidence and you know this isn't god's will and you're like okay all right yeah what's happening um, you know, you and, and that kind of left a bit of a weird taste. I mean, if it was just pulpy explo exploitation fun, then fair enough. Um, and they did the whole Walt Disney, Michael Jackson or MJ. I was like, wait, he wasn't dead in 93. What's that about <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt? And I was just like, oh, okay, that, that's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. There, there was plenty of stuff to actually enjoy in there as well. We talked about Troy. Um, Linda Blair, yeah, she is so nice in this film. Like, really, really ridiculously nice. nice. Um, and like I thought it was setting up there to be a twist, you know, like actually, you know, perhaps she is a bit you know, um, evil or whatever or, or crooked. Uh, but no, she is just a saint. 
And then, yeah, like becomes a bit of a love interest as well. Yeah, but I do like the fact that she is constantly accused of cheating by her drunk boyfriend, but then she quite happily arrives home for going on a date with a client and you know brings him to the door and it's like well you kind of you kind of setting yourself up there linda blair yeah, 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 yeah. i also love the bit where um i think it's after he brings in his son and that subplot about his son being a bank robber was just a bizarre tangent which i was kind of like you could have simplified that guys but anyway him and linda blair are sitting at the table and and you know he's talking about his troubles and then she briefly mentions hers and then we have a flashback like yeah. a really badly yeah. flashback basically of her husband going you're a bitch and then cut back but i just i think again this this goes back to the point that the two the two directors of this film are very inexperienced directors i think um uh deland has got more of a experience on set but it's more like camera department kind of stuff like that so i think sanceri has got like a bit of acting uh yeah for the most part it looks more like uh extra work or whatever so So these are quite new to the whole i mean as you know jim you know to to direct you've got to be mindful of everything all all the character subplots and plots and nuances you know otherwise it's just kind of not going to make any sense and seem very clunky so i think I think this is that kind of like their chance to kind of be behind the camera as a director. And I think they pretty banded together. There's a, um, a, a producer as well uh, for this. I forgot his name. I didn't write it down. Um, but he also has very limited experience in, you know, producing and kind of directing as well. So it's like three guys got together. They kind of wanted to make a film. And then this was it. So, yeah. So it's just good fun. It's good fun. The chilling. I mean, you get Reagan from The Exorcist and, and Grizzly Adams involved, and also, of course, uh, Mr. Donahue. So, yeah, big stuff. fan of yeah. I mean, big fan of Dan Haggerty. He he plays kind of like these good yeah. old boys, you know, these uh, working class blue collar guys or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting seeing him as a security guard. I think that might be the the first kind of film where I've seen him have a proper job. So a couple of other Dan Haggerty recommendations, uh, Elves, which is a great film, and uh, Macon County, uh, Macon yeah. County War, uh, which again is just yeah, lots of fun, lots of fun. Okay. Oh, before we move on though, what a weird tonal shift at the very end with the limo driver. I don't want to go into spoilers too much, but the 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 zombie limo driver at the end, which was almost yes. like lifted you know the shot at the very end of michael jackson's thriller where he turns around and he's got like the werewolf eyes it's like yeah yeah, yeah. yes we like that we'll we'll have that in our film and fit it in really poorly um i i i I guess it kind of answers the question of like this entire time what's the limo driver been doing do you know what I mean? Like, there in the limo, like, what the hell is he be doing? And there's your answer. He's been slowly or Do you maybe... know what? That, that isn't a question I ever asked during during the film. It was only when they come out to the limb, I figured, why is that limo driving? It's almost like Die Hard, isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? He's kind of underneath, you know, just sitting there chilling to the music. So um, I also wonder whether or not the guys, Deland and Jack, they, they kind of knew what they had. Uh, in terms of like this being a very B movie kind of film, because the end title cards were fucking hilarious. Like, did you read them? So oh, right, yeah. yeah. So they're very funny title cards. Like, so for Vince, Vince and Vince ended up living in a cabin in the woods with his pet dog and also a pet bear. Do you know what I mean? He's just like, what the fuck is this all about? It's like going back to his Grizzly Adams uh, yeah. route. 
Yeah, I, f- I forgot about that. But yeah, again, yeah, really twenty title cards for each character. So uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think they put it together and they kind of realized uh, this might not be as good slash serious yeah. as we were hoping. So let's lean into the cheese slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely that was a conscious effort on their part. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. There we go. The chilling, righty, Jim. So who do we think? Uh, is best place to put this out on Blu-ray for us? I, I think there's quite a few, actually. I mean, there's a lot of good 80 zombie horrors, um, 88 films. Um, they have a few. 101, Arrow, Eureka. You know, I think there's quite a few, actually, with these boutique uh, Blu-ray DVD labels that would host a film like this. And I think that's the beauty of this film as well. It kind of, it is amongst all of those great uh, zombie horror films. And there are a lot of them. So we definitely find a home in a lot of, uh, label so yeah there's there's yeah, a few cool on that one man yeah i agree i've got i've got eureka down on mine uh they put out fright night and i think then they put out 976 evil so again those it, it feels of that era um and yeah uh, it wouldn't look out of place you know yeah. between those on on your collection of eureka D, uh eureka blu-rays so yeah good call good call okay so jim you've watched the chilling you feel like that was good. That was a good start, but I need something. I need something more. What are you going to follow up the chilling with on your double bill? Well, there's a there's a few. Um, so if you like, kind of defrosted zombies coming back, um, check out Night of the Creeps, uh, a classic zombie horror. Uh, if you like your zombies in a barrel with toxic waste rather than then obviously go to the classic return of the living dead. Um, and if you're if you like your zombies frozen at the end and uh, electrocuted, then perhaps check out Chud Two Bud the Chud, which is a great zombie film. <laughs> I, I respectfully disagree. No. I love that film. No, there's no reason to watch Bud the Chud. Chud Two Bud the Chud. No. Class. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've stuck with the cryogenics theme. So um, first up, I think Chiller, uh, which I think was a TV movie directed by Wes Craven back in the mid 80s, starring Michael Beck from The Warriors. Brilliant, much more serious take, uh, drama, horror kind of thing. And it kind of does that thing of, you know, if people come back, um, do they come back with a soul? Um, Really creepy. Have you seen that one, man? Have you seen Chiller? I don't think so yeah staying with cryogenics demolition man i mean what better film involves people coming out of cryogenics than the sylvester stallone wesley snipes sandra bullock rob schneider classic demolition man great great yeah yeah um going slightly more comedy but still california man aka encino man with brendan fraser and uh paulie shaw you know, Good what better film? Any Paulie Shaw film, any excuse to recommend a Paulie Shaw film, I will. Um, and then, if you want to go a bit obscure, there's 1984's Polish film Sex Mission, <laughs> which is uh, a bunch of guys uh, cryogenically frozen uh, get defrosted in the future, and it's a society run by women. And oh comedy, wow, comedy hijinks ensue. So, sex mission. 
That sounds like a um, uh, Bravo film. They would have shown it like midnight on a Friday. Do you know what? You'd think so, but like a lot of Czech horror film, uh, Czech horror or sci-fi stuff, it, it gets really like philosophical at the same time in between oh. some really lowbrow sex jokes. So it's, it's, it's a bizarre mix. You've got to check it out though. Sex Mission. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys. Have you seen Sex Mission? Um, or oh, have you also seen The Chilling? What did you guys think of The Chilling? Um, and what do you think would go well following The Chilling? Uh, perhaps, you know, more in the, the zombie genre, as, as Jim was suggesting, or otherwise. And guys, we love viewer recommendations. So if you've got a film that you think deserves the beautiful Blu-ray treatment, please let us know in the comments down below or, you know, ring up Jim and just harass him. And Jim, what's your phone number? <laughs> so anyway, guys, <laughs> if you do like this video, then please hit that like button. Uh, if you've been enjoying the Mad Science content and want to subscribe to our channel and can follow us on Facebook, if you have any comments or suggestions like Jim just said, then leave those in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye. Or ring Jim. Don't ring me. Don't ring. I'm not in. <laughs> Thank you.